Hello and welcome to episode three of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk and I am so excited to have you here with me today. Today is actually our very first interview. We have an inspiring guest that will be joining us today. Her name is Ivory Van Veen and Ivory has a really amazing story that I hope will inspire you Today, we're actually diving into self-love, how to have more self-love, how to see yourself in a more positive light, and the ways in which you can integrate yoga and meditation into the things that you're doing with your healthy lifestyle to really get you to a place where your mindset is able to appreciate exactly where you're at right now. So here it goes. Hi, Ivory. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's great that you were able to join us here on the podcast today. Yeah, I'm super excited. I thought that I would start off today's podcast just by letting everybody know how we know one another. And the (laughs) the interesting, that's okay. The interesting part about it is I thought I would read them a letter that you wrote me a few years ago that I kept in my desk because... I thought it, it it's super cute and very authentic, and I think it's amazing that we're right here and having this conversation, and that you are the first guest on my podcast, just based on where our relationship started and then where we're at right now. So, this is what you wrote a few years back when uh, when we were working together. So you wrote, "I cannot thank you enough for letting me job shadow you, taking the time to answer my questions and mentor me this summer." I have learned so much, not only about the health and fitness industry, but also about myself. This experience really has allowed me to grow and expand my thinking. You inspire me on a daily basis, and the moment I walked in the door, I felt instantly happier after talking to you, even if I was having a shitty day. I remember the first time I met you. Wow. This is starting to sound like a sappy love letter. Even even though you maybe had a client or had had a long day and just wanted to go home, you took the time to get to know me, to find out about my injuries and show me around the gym. I knew I liked you right away. The next time I saw you, you spent probably a good half an hour showing me how to work the bench press and how to use the chest fly with cables. Little did I know that you weren't being paid for just being at the gym. I really... (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I really appreciated you doing this. I had debated for a really long time about asking someone and was really intimidated to ask, but you made me feel comfortable. You made me feel comfortable to ask and that no question was stupid. Now, another key part of this letter that I thought was really cool is at the end. So you said... One thing that you said to me that really stuck was, it's very important for you to diminish people's fears, their perceived Mm -hmm. weaknesses, and to help them find their strength. Even if they're doing something incorrectly, try your best to find something about the movement that they're doing well, encourage proper technique, but do not preach. This is something that I will take with me in the future. I am so grateful that I got to meet you and I know you are going to do life-changing things. I already know that you and your business are going to be very successful, but then again, you know it will too. 
Oh, oh, that makes me want to cry. It's so <laughs> about you. It's so beautiful. I know. Yeah. I really you, you are really an inspiration to me. Really, you are. Everything I said is very, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is pretty cool stuff, Ivory. So why don't you tell everybody uh, listening to today's podcast who you are and what you're all about? Yeah. So... Um, I'm an entrepreneur and I help people align with their highest truths, which to me is love and peace. And like we talked about, or in the letter, it even said, um, just diminishing fear and returning to a place of love. So I really help people to see that that is their highest truth. We get so caught up in our worries and our fears and uh, we sometimes forget what our true nature is and that's to be love and that's what I do and I I do this by helping people have more energy more confidence and more just self-awareness around um, their thought patterns. And how did you get to this place where you are right now? I know just from having my previous knowledge with you that you've been on an amazing journey when it comes to your body image and the ways that you've been able to transform not only externally, but also internally. So can you tell our audience a little bit about what that journey has looked like for you? So for me, like, I really struggled with body image. And probably before I met you, um, I was really struggling and just, you know, really unhappy with my body and the way I looked and really just told myself like I hated myself every day or like I would never have a boyfriend or like just was really really hard on myself that was probably when I had just finished high school and it's like a rough time in life I guess so I lost a bunch of weight felt really empowered felt awesome but then um I broke my leg and all of a sudden I gained weight again. I wasn't where I was fitness wise. And it was like, it just, it broke my heart. Like I, they told me I was never going to run again, all these things. And I like, I near about died inside. I think I fainted on the table when they told me that I wasn't going to run again. Like it was super depressing and it just threw me into like a negative spiral and loop. Um, But then I think I met you around that time actually when I was recovering and really was able to see that, you know, like what had happened to me was a gift. It wasn't like this happened to me. It was more, you know, this happened to me. This is a a miracle. This is a gift. And, And I've really just struggled on and off throughout my life with just putting like probably 10, 15 pounds on and off. And it's actually been one of the most amazing experiences for me yo-yoing or just my weight fluctuating it's really allowed me to love myself deeper and to really enjoy the process and when I say that I mean that each time I'm able to you know accept it and love myself and see myself in a different way like um I feel like Actually, right now I'm up like 15 pounds and I feel more feminine and more, I don't know, I've never like had that where I'm like, oh, I actually like my curves. I actually like my tummy. Like I've never looked in the mirror and said that. And like this whole inwards 
Inward Journey has really transformed that. So what would you say to somebody who is having a hard time looking in the mirror and seeing themselves mm. in a positive light? If they're looking in the mirror and only saying those negative things, how would you suggest that they shift their perspective to see those things as being positive? That's a hard question, and it takes a lot of inner work. But definitely, I guess there's three things I would suggest. Number one would just be to see whatever you see in the mirror as a gift. If you don't like something and you're unhappy with it, just see it as um, a challenge. Like, this is going to help me to love myself deeper. This is going to show me how I can be stronger or the self-hate and destructive thinking is actually showing me how I can love myself deeper like the universe has placed this in front of me so that I can actually grow as a person number two would be to just repeat something daily because it's sometimes really hard to get to that place it takes practice and just to repeat in the your head like I love everything that my body does for me I love myself exactly the way I am and maybe just focusing on you know, like my lungs are expanding and collapsing. My heart is beating. Um, my digestive system works for me. Focus on your health and, you know, your energy and the rest of it will come into play. You know, the other thing that has been really helpful for me is like, especially as women, we tend to really like compare and yeah, we tend to really compare ourselves to others. And my suggestion would be that, you know, like anything that you see in another person is just a reflection of you. And if you see something that you like, acknowledge it and be like, wow, that person looks awesome. And like, you know, like this is just a reflection of me and how awesome I can look someday. Or this is a re like outward, be you can see outward beauty as a reflection of your inward beauty. So not necessarily needing to compare yourself like, oh, I love that girl's thighs or that tummy or whatever. Just acknowledge that that person um, is a reflection for you and it's showing up for you because you're growing into that person and compliment them on it. So those are like a couple of tips, I guess, that I would suggest for looking in the mirror and loving yourself a little bit more. Wonderful. I love all of those, Ivory. Uh, one other one that I'm going to add in there that I really love is I love telling myself that I'm a beautiful work in progress. Mm. And, and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. they're, they're some of my favorite words. And I forget where I read it, but when I read it for the first time, it really brought me to a place of peace because I too have had a lot of those ups and downs with the yo-yoing and just recognizing that although I'm beautiful where I'm at, it's also okay for me to want to change or it's also mm -hmm. okay for me to have physical goals. And, and that's not a bad thing. That's not to say that I don't love exactly where I'm at right now. I can love myself in, in all the different ways that I might transform. So the next question I want to ask you about is, I know that yoga and meditation are really important to you. So can you tell our audience a little more about how those two practices have transformed your life? Mm, wow. I don't even know where to begin because it's really brought me back to my true nature and my truth, 
which to me is living in a high vibration of love. It's living in the now, you know, we're so much future past, we're never really present and it's brought me a lot of peace and ability to handle my life in such a more loving and natural and peaceful way. It's given me more awareness of my thought patterns, my habits, and like an understanding of why I do things and the ability to step back and not necessarily react. And how did that start for you? So when was the first time that you started doing yoga or what was your first introduction to meditation? Well, the first yoga class I did, I think I, I like, they were in Shavasana, which is like lying on your back, right? Um, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? And I couldn't figure it out. Like, I was like, this isn't yoga. Like, I was thought I was supposed to be moving. And it was really confusing for me. But um, I think the next real step, to, like that was maybe a few years in, was I was having a lot of neck and headache pain, like terrible migraines. And my doctor suggested that I do yoga. Like she wasn't giving me any medication. She was just like, you need to do yoga. And I was like, come on, give me the pills. Like what is going on here? Like, um, I'm in so much pain. And through doing the yoga, I was able to lessen the amount of pain that I was feeling at the time. I was able to be really present with my pain. Um, I would say that was maybe the biggest thing is I was able to dive into that pain and be present with it and just hold it for a little bit. And through that, I was able to find peace and relax. And my headache and neck pain started to diminish. I still have it once in a while, but it's not its not to the point where I like needed to lie in bed, you know. And I was just really, I think I was just on a journey inwardly, even if I didn't really realize it, that I was just really desiring to have more peace in my life. And I, I did a, a co-op at a, a yoga spin studio and there I did a class and I was like, this old person beside me, he was like 80 years old, I swear. And he was like holding tree pose and I was like shaking and like I realized I had no balance in my on the mat or in my life and like I really desired more of it and I just started doing more yoga and realized like I just felt so peaceful and yeah so much more in tune and present and that really made me just like want to learn more and more and then I did my teacher training. I went and went to an ashram for a few months. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but once, once you once you taste a little bit of your true nature or that inner peace and stillness, you just want more of it because that's all that you are, really. Now I know that you did some traveling, and that those adventures in traveling really transformed you into the person that you are right now, Ivory. That was definitely a shift that I saw in watching your journey. So can you tell us a little more about your experiences? Yeah, so I spent last winter, I just felt like I really needed some space just for me. I just needed some space for me and to deepen my practice. Yeah, I went to Mexico for a month. And then I went to the Bahamas and I stayed at an ashram, which if you're listening and don't know what an ashram is, it, it's like a monastery, but more of a like a Hindu monastery. Um, and it's where like yoga comes out of. It's just like a transformational experience. I'm, 
I met some of the most amazing people. I really had a chance to look at myself. I was practicing yoga and meditation every day for three months. It was really just a time to look at myself and to see myself clearly. I think the main thing that I took away from it is just allowing myself to be more open and vulnerable and to share my journey because that's one of the biggest things that was happening for me at the ashram was it was like an incredible struggle for me to be there. I wanted to leave so many times and, you know, I just like broke down in front of people and was open and vulnerable and honest about what I was going through. And um, I think it really helped me. And, you know, I felt at times in a really dark place or, you know, really embarrassed about, you know, the things that I was feeling and just to be loved and accepted in it. And I think in a way we all go through a lot of dark stuff and we just pretend we put this happy face on like, yeah, I'm okay. Or I do yoga. So everything is wonderful in my life, but really, you know, we're all just looking for healing and we're all just you know, putting this pretend happy face on and looking outwardly for love and acceptance. And if we're truthful and honest with ourselves, we can open up and be clear about what's really coming up for us and be honest. And that that encourages other people to grow and to um, step into their truth too. It was such a big journey for me to be there. What were the challenges while you were there that made you want to come home or leave where you were? Just like doing like the same thing every day was really intense. Like, and I knew going into it that it was going to be like that. It's very rigid. It's very routine. You're getting up at 530 every morning. You're meditating. You're doing yoga. I think one of the main things is all of a sudden it changes when you're being forced to do something. I mean, you have free will. You can always leave, whatever. But I'd chosen to have routine and to be disciplined and be forced to sit with myself. There's a lot of resistance that comes up when someone else is telling you to get up and meditate at 6am, whatever. If I were at home and wanted to meditate at 6am, not a problem. I will get up and get out of bed and do it. Like, you know, but when someone else is telling you, you have to do it. There's just so much resistance. At some point, everyone kind of has their breaking point. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I just pushed through and tried to find more balance in it and more fun and enjoy the process and enjoy like that this is, I was only committing the, to this for a short time and I was just going to do it. And how would you say that you were able to find the willpower to stick it out till the end? Honestly, it was the people that I was surrounded by. They really were encouraging and fully accepting of what I was going through. And they were going through it too. So it was just nice to be able to have people to talk to about it and to connect with and to um, encourage each other. Like, this is important and there's a reason why you're here. So like, just keep going. I mean, it, when I'm talking about it now, it sounds very like prison like and regiment, but it, it was it's not like that. It was you're signing up for an experience, if that makes sense. Like if I wanted to leave, I could but like I once I was there, I wasn't really willing to do it at times. And just having friends and community to support me. And that was 
was um, really important. So I guess that's like with any journey, like, I mean, if you're looking to lose weight or you're looking to uh, whatever, love yourself more, like, or to be kinder to yourself, it's important to have community or you're looking to start a meditation practice, like, you know, have someone else that you can rely on. And I really think community is very important. And what would you suggest for somebody who maybe feels like they don't have a community of support around? Mm, That's a good question. And oh, that question kind of breaks my heart because I think we all, all so often feel that. We all so often feel that we're alone. And I'd say take your blinders off, honestly. And I can be like this too. Like no one understands me. No one gets me. But when you're willing to take your blinders off and be open to what's in front of you, you might just find that there's someone that really does understand you. And if you're willing to be open and vulnerable with that person, then you're really, you're going to build a great relationship. I love that. That's fantastic. So you mentioned that you help people come into alignment with their highest truth. So can you tell me a little more about what that process looks like when you're starting with somebody or interacting with somebody? For me, it's like looking at the whole person, what's going on physically with this person, mentally and emotionally and spiritually with this person, because oftentimes what's going on or our resistance to change is something mental or emotional and a mental and emotional tend to link together just seeing beneath you know their exterior and I think this is something that maybe both of us have in a sense and it's just because we've went through our own journey and through our own journey We can understand when we see someone who's a little bit anxious or a little bit protective or a little bit depressed or whatever. It's through my own journey that I I can see people a little bit more clearly. So when I work with someone, I definitely am looking at not just the physical person, but what is going on with this person emotionally, spiritually, and why are why are they having blocks or why are they having issues and looking into, well, how can we bring more peace and harmony into your life so that you can clearly deal with whatever your fears are or whatever is going on with you. Because if you can come back to that place of inner peace and stillness, it becomes very clear what you need to do. And you're able to really also sit with your pain, sit with your fear and look at it head on. And maybe that's also a little bit what my ashram experience was, is was I clearly had to sit with myself and look at myself and it is not an easy task. And that is what yoga and meditation is all about, is being able to look at our pain, our fear, and be able to see it with love and peace. So why would you say that the topic of self-love, why is that so important to you, Ivory? Oh, goodness. That's a tough question. Um, You know, we're so incredibly hard on ourselves. We're so incredibly judgmental. And actually, one of one of the first niyamas and of yoga, which is kind of like the Ten Commandments, or they're kind of in a way suggestions on how you should live your life to have a more peaceful and loving life. And one of the first niyamas is ahimsa, which is nonviolence. And we are very 
very, very violent with ourselves. Even if it's just like, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that, rah, rah, rah. So I think if we can be more kind and loving to ourselves that the world will change outwardly. And if we can find peace and love within, the world will change outwardly. Everything is just being reflected to us. It's incredibly important to be able to love and accept yourself no matter what you're going through, to just enjoy the ride. And if if you can love and accept your situation as a gift, that's when you find inner peace and that's when the world changes. Just as a little thing to add to that, one thing that I'd like to say in relation to it, just as something that I feel like I've personally experienced, is I feel as though when I learned to love myself, I gave the world permission to love me too. So I feel like when we're in a position of self-hate or when we're being really self-critical, those that are around us start to recognize that. And we open the world to be able to love us and see the qualities in us that are so wonderful. But when we're in a place where we're really critical, everybody around can sense it. You're Maybe your children can sense it. Maybe your partner can sense it. Maybe those that you work with it can sense it. Versus when you're in a place of self-love, you exude a light that other people, they just can't deny when they're with you. And I think that's the power in self-love as well, is that we really do open the connection for relationships with other people and for them to really see us in our most authentic self as well. Mm, yeah that's so true mm-hmm. are there any books that have helped <sighs> you on your journey oh my god I'm so glad you asked that question one of the books that actually I would my number one recommended book for the self-love journey would be the universe has your back by Gabrielle Bernstein and I know both of us have read this book And this book has transformed my life. And um, actually, Gabby has really been a huge teacher in my spiritual journey and just looking at myself. And that book just completely transformed my life. I actually um, just downloaded it again as an audible because I'm feeling like I need it in my life again. So that is 100% the number one book. I mean, there's lots of other books that I've read that have been incredibly helpful on my journey as well but that book has transformed my life amen to that I absolutely (laughs) love that book obsessed I've definitely listened to it while doing cardio like at least four times and I'm always (laughs) (laughs) I'm always gifting it to people like you need a book here's your book you read it it's gonna change your life oh my god I gift that book all the time 100% like I think I've bought like five or six copies not for myself the other book I would recommend is a return to love by um, Maureen Williamson Mm -hmm. it is also a really self-reflective book and um, it helps you to um, just look different aspects of your life and like relationships money um, body and how you can see them with more love and acceptance for instance I'm just gonna flip to a random page let's see if I can find something fun Okay, so this one flips open to me all the time. Love it. <laughs> mainly, it's, mainly it's I need to learn the lesson so I can flip to a new page. Money. Joy has no cost. Do what you love. Do what makes your heart sing and never do it for the money. 
don't go to work to make money go to work to spread joy love it that is so perfect yeah i love 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 that books i just get excited when we talk about books yeah no that's perfect that's perfect so just as some key takeaways to wrap up the episode i do want to give people some concrete things that they're able to do right now so I want to I want to dive into the many aspects of the things that you do, Ivory. So let's talk about yoga first. So if somebody is wanting to start yoga, where do they start? Oh, good question. I just started with YouTube videos. Yeah, like look at your city and just like Google yoga studios and see what comes up and. Just be open to trying a few out because you'll find a teacher that you like and a place that you like naturally. So if you don't have a good first yoga experience, be open to trying a different studio um, would be my suggestion. But you can definitely um, you can definitely try YouTube. Um, I really like Yoga with Adrienne. She has an, um, an awesome YouTube channel. But actually, Ange, I am hoping to start up a a subscription come the new year. I'm going to do have an open group and people pay a certain amount. They get two yoga videos a week and they can view it for as long as they want kind of thing and they can have access to it at any time. Excellent. And if somebody was to want to start meditating, where would you suggest that they start? That is also a good question. I would just suggest... Well, there's tons of apps, but I personally have never used an app or a YouTube. For me, I just started sitting for five minutes every day and just focusing on my breath. So you can, if you want right now, we could just practice and all you have to do is focus on your inhale and your exhale, focus on the belly rising, the ribs expanding and the collarbone lifting. And then exhale, feel the collarbone fall, the ribs collapse, and the belly falling. So just watching the natural rise and fall of the breath. You can also focus on a word. So you could focus inhaling peace, exhaling love. That's kind of how I started. I didn't actually start with a YouTube or an app. But maybe there's some that you've used that you could link for people. So the one that I use and love is called Stop breathe and think. Mm. So the reason why I really like it is because of the way that it makes you reflect about how you're feeling. So when you open up the app, you are able to tell it, how am I feeling physically? How am I feeling emotionally? How am I feeling mentally? Then you are able to select from a whole bunch of emotions and say, I feel tired, I feel anxious, I feel worried, I feel happy, all of these different emotions. And then the app provides you with a meditation to help you with the way that you're feeling, which I think is so amazing that it's able to kind of pair that up. And for somebody who kind of thinks in the way that I think, I find that really helpful because my brain is always like, Blah, 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 all the time. So to have an app that helps me kind of organize that, I actually find it incredibly helpful. So that might be an app that might be of interest to you as well. And again, it's called Stop, Breathe, Think. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful because there's actually different breathing techniques that you can use based on if you're feeling down or if you're feeling up. 
to bring you more centered. So I think that's great. I definitely just would suggest though that people only try five minutes to start and, and make a commitment, like make a commitment. Like I am going to do this every morning when I get up, or I'm going to do this after my workout, just make a commitment to it because otherwise it won't happen. Agreed. That's excellent. The next thing is if somebody is looking at where they're at in their journey and they're looking at wanting to be at a place of more self-love, but they're really unhappy with the number that the scale says, what advice would you give to them to help them shift out of that mindset? Yeah, definitely get rid of that scale and just start looking at the changes that you're seeing inwardly and outwardly. Like, are you able to do more push-ups? Are you able to run further without getting out of breath? And inwardly, like, are you feeling more energized? Are you feeling more confident? Are you feeling like focus on focus on what is showing up for you and get rid of that scale. Just get rid of it. You know, as soon as you can start focusing on the good that's showing up and the good things that are happening, the scale will just start to naturally shift. It's because we're focused on that negative, oh, I'm not seeing results. When we're focused on that and that story keeps playing in our head all the time, then that's what's going to show up for us. So as soon as we can shift out of that mentality of the number and focus on what is internally and outwardly happening for us, then just naturally the rest will start to fall into place. And I've seen it happen before and I'm sure you've seen it happen before, but this is the truth. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. So you mentioned starting this project with the yoga that you're going to be hosting online. So can you tell our listeners that may be interested in that project that you're pursuing, what they can do if they're interested in participating? Yeah, you can just connect with me on Facebook or email and whoever wants in can um, just let me know and then I will add them to my Facebook group and uh, yeah, they get access to two videos a week, uh, two 30 minute videos a week, which they can do at any point throughout the week. They don't have to do it when I when I go live, they can do it at any point and they'll have continuous access. I hope to just continually build and add videos every week and if they want to continue to have access to it they can just continue to subscribe excellent and i will put your contact information in the show notes for today's podcast so you guys will be able to connect with ivory if that's something that you would like to do so we're just going to wrap up today's episode and this is going to be the final question for all of the podcasts that i do with the amazing guests that i speak with so my final question for you ivory is how would you like to be remembered? Wow. That's a big question. <laughs> Goodness. I hope people just remember me as a loving being and someone, I think, someone who is true and authentic to themselves. I love it. That is amazing. So I just want to commend you, Ivory, for all of the beautiful things that you are doing in this world. I absolutely love that I got to be mentor you and meet you in the gym and that you felt inspired enough to want to work with me and I am just so excited to see where this journey goes for you because I know it is just the beginning oh thank you Ange 
you've, you've inspired me. Like, I don't know how you did it. And, you know, just the time and attention and just love that you gave to people and the way you were showing up for me um, was super inspiring. And the way you continue to show up is just super inspiring for me, too. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Virtual. Yeah. <laughs> Cyber hug. Cyber hug. I love it. I love it. So that's it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you believe that this episode would be beneficial to somebody in your life, feel free to share it. Also, if you like our content, be sure to subscribe so that you're always informed when a new episode comes out. I'll be putting them out Thursdays. Some of them will be solo episodes, and then sometimes I'll have some guests on as well. So that's it for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week and thanks again for all of the support. I truly appreciate it.